Shall we talk about a top five, Joe? Top five. Well, let's go. Uh, guilty guilty pleasure. Someone you shouldn't like, but you do. But I'm going to put a little addendum on here because I don't mean it that there's anything wrong with liking, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's something that's maybe not in your usual playlist, so to speak. Um, well, <laughs> uh, probably maybe Coldplay or something like that, when they were actually good. <laughs> it's kind of when like I thought... The first album was called Parachutes, if I remember yeah. rightly. That wasn't a bad album. I remember when it came out, someone sent me a, it's before YouTube and all that, but someone sent me a link and I remember watching a video in a PC room in South Korea somewhere and I was like, oh, is that it? And it was Yellow and whatever the other song was called, it sounded like Yellow too, to use this. Still quite cheesy folk pop. Yeah. And and, And the thing is, they progressively got more pop and that's when it, they truly became a guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's my answer to that question, Craig. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> the, passenger, the passenger. Yeah. One of my friends, a Scottish friend of mine in South Korea, he, it was him that got me into I, I, I hadn't heard of him, to be honest. It was a few years ago, but I remember seeing a video. He plays the capo up really high up the neck, yeah. like the 8th fret or the 10th fret or something. Yeah. I was like, and I just looked at it and I thought, Oh, okay, that's a bit too high for me. I was like, you know, take it down to the second fret, and then we can talk, you know. <laughs> speaking, speaking as a drummer, though, right? That's my. Uh, that's my oh god, that's hilarious. Oh, uh, yeah, sixth fret is about as high as I go, but um. So it's like you can't play up there, man. It's like you know. I'm like, I guess that's my guilty guilty pleasure putting the um. Putting the capo up too high. <laughs> <laughs> We're all allowed one, Joe. I guess that's yeah, yeah. that's. <laughs> Tell it to to flip that on its head. Who's someone who you think's overrated, or maybe in another respect, someone who you just don't get? All the pop musicians with all their music. I didn't actually. I actually, you gave me this question. And I read it, and I actually couldn't think of an answer to it, which is sad. Overrated. Yeah, you know, like I don't really get Queen. They have a couple of good songs, I think, and uh, the you know the Lordy does like uh, Brian May's fine. I quite like Brian May. He likes badgers and all that stuff, and he's quite brainy and all. And he yeah. seems like, seems like a good chap, you know. But the whole, I remember sitting watching Live Aid. I'm showing my age now again, but I remember sitting watching Live Aid in that 19 July 1985, and they came on. And that was the whole thing that turned it around for them yeah. in the next until till Freddie passed away. But before that, they were kind of here or there. They were up or down. There was nothing really. Yeah, I listened to a lot of their back catalogue, aside from their hits, mm. and they made a they made a lot of random shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I just you know. it was just like oh okay, but I still do like I, I don't know I, I after watching the this is also probably a guilty pleasure. But after watching the the movie that they made, okay. I kind of I kind of like I don't know I just it kind of gave me a sense of I don't know I like that movie and it kind of gave I me think, a sense I of, think generally it was well received I, I haven't seen it myself but yeah. not because I'm not a queen but I just haven't seen it but uh, yeah I'd I'd like to check it out I had nothing but good things about it the the guy who plays Freddie Mercury is really good apparently yeah. so no he's very good and I think yeah, if, not... before I watched that I, I 
probably had the same thinking as you that yeah i mean we will rock you i i, I was like what is this song <laughs> but, but, like but then like i kind of listened to queen a bit more and and then when i watched that movie i was like no they're those guys are talented musicians like yeah, yeah sure they put out some shit but they're some good stuff and like the, the same with the bohemian rhapsody song like that shit is probably overrated as hell to put something out put something like that out onto the into the mainstream and it's like a fucking crazy song <laughs> yeah. and it, arguably the worst video ever made or at least in the top 10 of worst videos ever made it might have been the first music video ever made but it's arguably one of the worst yeah um actually i think i may have an answer to your uh okay I, i've had lived long enough then to get to um, give you a bit of thinking space Wait, wait, wait. Who was I thinking? Well, Taylor Swift is definitely overrated. I put in... <laughs> and the worst thing is, well, it was particularly the last album because she made, like, a folk album. Yeah, this one here with the Aaron sweater she's wearing or the oh, yeah, some slanding sweater thing. or yeah, something. Yeah. But, like, it was hit with rave reviews from all these newspapers and all this stuff like four stars five stars and i just listened to that thing and even the stuff that bon iver put on the thing and like the the um the guy from the national did the production on it yeah right and i, I remember was, we did that and i was just like this is just so terrible <laughs> i got i i could only listen to like three and a half songs or something and i'm just like some might say you did quite well uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, but Taylor Swift does her thing, and that's that's cool. That's cool. But like that particular album, I think was a little bit overrated. Who else is overrated? I feel like I have to go through my Spotify playlist and <laughs> and look for somebody overrated. <laughs> I mean, to kind of to put another kind of spin on it. Have you ever been really disappointed when you've been looking forward to seeing someone? famous quote-unquote or not so famous and then you've gone to the gig and they've been absolutely pants you know <laughs> you're just like it's like they've they've they can't be bothered or whatever the reason is you're just it's just like a wet fish you know it's just yeah i definitely i definitely have been two gigs like that but and i've put them out of my mind so i don't remember what they were <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> beer right you're just like oh god yeah that was awful. yeah 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 <laughs> I, I don't know, some of these people who came to, like, the Ripperbahn festivals and they have, like, the big acts on, and some of them are just like, what? what is this? This is not good. I don't know, but most of the times I am surprised. I'm sure if I go to a Taylor Swift co concert, I will probably be surprised because, I mean, she's been hammering that guitar and she writes all of her songs, like, and people seem to like it. Like, there's something that I'm missing there, but... um. And now she's added a social conscience to her repertoire as well. That this uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's like as soon as you get into pop music, like finding a sense of genuineness is quite hard to do. And like, and then you have all these artists being woke or whatever. And uh, I don't know. It's like in it's sometimes music has become like an Instagram feed or something for, from in, influences, and it's just like, and, and they're all writing their uh their inspirational quotes for the morning and it's just like <laughs> that's that's what a lot of music yeah. has become and it's just like oh please don't do it <laughs> try to listen to 
non-overrated musicians, but um, it it creeps in every now and again, you know, or it might come into conversation, for example. Yeah. How about a go-to karaoke song? Oh, well, I'll uh, be honest. I've only been to karaoke once in my life, and it was in Maine's. And my go-to song was Mumford and Sons' "Little Lion Man." All right, one of the early ones, eh? Yeah, and uh, did not go well. Thought I knew the song, <laughs> didn't go well. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so it was a short-lived career then. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I would also say that Mumford and Sons are a little bit overrated as well, but I do love them at the same time. Anyway, that's I'm get, I'm, I'm hanging on the overrated question. Then. <laughs> <laughs> There's a really good video you can see. I'm not sure if it's on YouTube or it's definitely on Vimeo, and it's the Old Crow Medicine Show, Mumford and Son, and uh, Edward Sharp and the Many Edward Many Sharp, yeah, 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 yeah. And I can't remember the name of it, but it's they're on a train. Yeah. It's fantastic. It. It's a great it's video. Awesome. Yeah, it's like an hour. It's like an hour long or something, but it's, it's yeah. great. Yeah, that's really good. Mumford and Sons. That's if they just stopped there, or, or they did more of that stuff. Yeah. No, I liked I liked the first three albums, but like the last album that they did, I just couldn't couldn't do it. Yeah. But um, I've been to a couple of their shows, and they're awesome. Like, super yeah, great good. great players yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, you can tell they've 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 done their time how about a favorite venue joe it could be where you are now or where you've been in the past or it could even be a venue where you've seen someone i think playing at the birdland is here in hamburg i think that's one of my one of my favorite places to play definitely here in hamburg like and the guys who run um the well the non-jazz sessions there who organize um shows for artists like me they're super nice and they make great cocktails and they just treat you really well and the stage is really nice it's this old school sort of well it's a jazz club so it's like super old school tables and uh just sit there have a whiskey classy as classy as shit but um so i really like that venue um, another venue, actually, I, with the one I just played at in Leipzig called the Horns Urban. Same deal, like a uh, really beautiful venue. It's, you go upstairs, it's wooden, old sort of 50s style thing. And the guy who owns the venue is super nice, treats you really well. The sound is always really good there. And I always have had a good time when I've played there. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it at those two. All right. So they're That's nice, sort of small cat venues. I haven't, I haven't played in any stadiums yet, so uh, I'll let you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> what my favourite stadium cure. is. <laughs> uh, Can anyone play a stadium anymore? It might just be the band in the stadium when everyone's watching at home. That's, that's how yeah. we might have to do it. There we go. Yeah. Last question for you, Joe. So who should we be listening to? Tell us someone who maybe we're not that familiar with and you're going to enlighten us who it is. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, well, I, I would like to shout out all of my musician friends that I know, but, um, there's this one, uh, dude who I'm maybe playing a few shows with at the end of, um, wait, we're playing in November and he's a German guy from east germany 
Anyway, getting into technical details. <laughs> and he has just released a couple of singles, his first debut singles. And his name is Tom Peregrine, like the bird. So if you get a chance to uh, hit the Spotify button and uh, listen to him, um, I think you will like it. Yeah, if you're into folk, sad, sad songs, sad folk music, you will really like what he does. And he was, the album was produced by another great singer-songwriter friend of mine from Australia called Lucas Laufen. And he's another guy you should check out. They worked on that EP together. Plenty of things to listen to there. So Tom Peregrine and, and Lucas Laufen, they're the guys that you should sink your teeth into. Excellent. Where can we find your presence on social media, Joe? What's your go-to page then? We talked a little earlier, but you can tell us more detail. Yeah, so, um, well, basically, I'm probably most active on Instagram, and my Instagram handle is Musketeer Music. Uh, but if you just go to musketeermusic.com, that's my website and it has all the links to everything and all my videos and music and songs with the band, songs without the band, whatever you want. And if That's you're uh, if you actually if you actually want to find me, uh, then just come to <laughs> Hamburg and walk down the street. <laughs> and you, if you're looking for the man with the the acoustic guitar <laughs> and the amp, yeah. Should since we're doing this over over Skype, the name Musketeer. Go on, yeah. tell us tell us about it. I mean, I don't want to put two together, uh, excuse me, two and two together and come up with five, because that's what I usually do as a drummer anyway. So um, what, what does a musketeer come from? That's a good question, Craig. Very good question. I always want to leave this one to open to mystery. Okay. But well, I we can, can have, leave it there then. No, 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 okay no, no. It, it kind of, originally it came from like a soldier who, um, well, soldier back in the 1800s, standing with a musket mm. and I was writing songs about that weird obscure songs that I don't want anybody to hear anymore but um, <laughs> okay. this is the archive collection yeah 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 so All I, in good time it will be known as that yeah, right? I yeah. <laughs> so I had kind of written these songs and I had to settle on a name to go to the open mic so I landed on that one and then I guess when I came to Europe this sort of touring swashbuckling lifestyle sort of made it a little bit more um three musketeers ish so i guess it's got a bit of element of both descriptions but then but then i was like well let's just make it my own uh my own thing and just be what it is and i think it's a good name because people instantly recognize kind of the vibe like storytelling a little bit of history, a little bit of uh, troubadourness. My point exactly, yeah, right? That's, yeah, what, yeah. I was, that's so, what I was fishing for. And so that's that's kind of, yeah, what the project's about. Like, uh, in the future, I want to maybe work on some different stuff, but I haven't quite fully put that together yet. So, yeah, at the moment, Musketeer. That's the way to go. Huzzah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Joseph, uh, thanks very much for your time. It's been great chatting with you about all your projects yeah. and your, your expat journey. Thanks Long for having me. Long may it continue. Me, 
My pleasure. Good luck with everything, and Thanks, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll catch up some point in the future. Cool. Maybe even in real time, as they say, we get to a show. Yeah, that'll be that'll be cool. That'll be uh, nice. I'll, I'll try and book something in Dortmund. And if you're ever in uh, Hamburg, uh, we can, uh, yeah, just let me know and we can grab a beverage. Perfect. Joseph, all the best, mate. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thanks, Craig. Thanks for having me again. And uh, cheerio. Ciao. Cheers.